Alright, it's time. Gonna talk to the man himself. Nominee is ready. I'd like to actually uh, mention how I come across meeting the man. It was actually Amit, out to Amit, who played a tune in a guest mix that he did uh, for me a while back and uh, it caught my attention and uh, he told me it was a nominee and it all went from there really and he started sending me music and I released the first thing which was Nominee's Chant I believe Nominee's Chant on Tempa and then uh, we've led up to an album so uh, it's a pleasure to have you on here brother how are you? I'm good mate thanks for having me how was the drive down? yeah it was alright the, the M1 is fixed up now it had roadworks <laughs> on there for like forever but they're, they're gone now so yeah it was, it was good I spend a lot of time on the M1 yeah Alright, so uh, before I sort of talk about the present, which is what I'm actually really excited about, obviously the debut album on Tempar, which is mm. available now for anyone that uh, doesn't know. Yep. I'd like to talk a little bit about your past, actually. And, um, you know, you've been involved in music, the music industry, for a very long time. You've had releases with Metalheads and other established labels under the name Outrage. Can you tell me the story behind that, how it all began? Who's outraged, man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, boy, 14 years old, pirate radio, bought a transmitter, village halls, local <laughs> jungle parties. Um, at 15, started my own mail order service, selling records or shipping records out overseas for the likes of Renegade Hardware, Metalheads and some other big drum and bass labels. Got some gigs in Germany, America. By the time I was 19, I was touring um, pretty much the world, drum and bass. Wow, wow. So from from really young, then, yeah. basically. And actually in 99, I was playing on Rinse FM for two years through Stamina, who hooked me up. The he jungle was, days of Rinse. Yeah, of he was buying vinyl from me from a mail order service. He used to phone me every week, what's the new promos, what's the new promos? <laughs> and um, yeah, he hooked me up and I played for two years between him and Flight uh, on Rinse FM, yeah. Wow, okay. So obviously I know and I have seen that you still... You're still doing things here and there under outrage. Yeah. You're happy to be doing that, obviously. Yeah, well, I'm a jungle kid at heart, so that's, that's <laughs> in my blood. That'll never change. And outrage took me around the world, man, three times. So, you know, I've got to pay homage to that and respect Def- for that No, situation. definitely. That's your history. So, I mean, and, and it's, it's a good one at that. Mm. It brings me more to the future. Uh, as I said earlier, the album. You've just recently dropped the album fantastic album at that showcases your sound Thanks, perfectly yeah. no it does it really does you know you've got such an organic sound it's crazy to even personally I think it's crazy to even think it's made from machines if that makes sense yeah it all sounds so organic I mm. mean obviously it depends where you, where you source what from but other than that the sound is so organic and so you yeah, and, thanks. Um, I think it's very unique Basically, was there a concept behind it? I mean, and that's an obvious question. Um, was there an idea? Did you just start banging out the tunes? To be honest, I could say, yeah, there was a really cool concept, but no, there wasn't. Just um, made music, kept making tunes? Yeah, I just come with a new workflow. I mean, I've been doing 140 stuff since 2007. I was doing a project with Randall and some other guys called JTech. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We'd, we're basically bringing back Jungle Techno at 140, but... Dubstep was too big and no one wanted to entertain it. I remember stocking some of that actually in my black market records days. Yeah. Like we, we were stocking some of that uh, s- no, slower tempo 
sort of jungle. Like yeah, it was, just, it. it was just 140, 145, jungle, beelines and breaks. Dubs it was just too big. Yeah, dubs it was just too big. No one wanted to entertain it. Yeah. And then from that, obviously, obviously I was working with Amit and the halftime 140 thing just kind of happened naturally. And obviously that's where we crossed paths. Yeah, that's where we crossed paths. So the album didn't really have a concept. I was kind of just doing my thing at 140. Like you said, I didn't want it to sound synthetic or cut like it was coming from machines. Um, so I used a lot of kind of real samples, real percussion. Yeah, and it really comes across. It yeah. really does show in the sand. It, uh, and I and like that. Sound. Yeah, I like that kind of warm, rounded, non overcompressed sound um, and obviously there's a lot of I lived in Asia for a bit so there's a lot of kind of Asian elements in there definitely um, I really like that fact the yeah. eastern side the tribally sort of side of it that's really me yeah. and I mean obviously when we when I signed the first lot of 12s off you so to speak leading up to the album mm. obviously you know we was in talks and we knew it was going to happen yeah. it was just a case of I mean you was making so much music oh, sending insane, me so man. much music I was just yeah. like <laughs> it, it was overwhelming so I mean there's still another al- album's worth uh, of music sitting there maybe yeah, well, that, yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> the, that's, the, that's the plan man for the future but um, yeah so no real concept there's a lot of meditative kind of concepts behind some of the tracks because to be honest Zen and Buddhism I kind of study not over officially or kind of over religiously but I kind of that kind of helped me get through kind of some some periods over the last few years stop drinking yeah we've had a good stop, talk about that yeah. we've had a good chat about that and yeah. I, it's actually I admire it a lot and uh, it's two years at the end of this month it's been two years I haven't, haven't had a drink or anything kind of mind warping I need to take a leaf out of your book it feels good man to go on tour <laughs> and wake up every day fresh is nice not hanging at the airport just a bit tired man yeah it, oh, that's horrible man that's, you know that <laughs> I, I do know that all too well yeah but I think yeah it, I, I mean when you delivered the album I knew it was I knew that we you, you, you cracked it I knew that we had something special definitely if I do say so myself yeah no. Nah. and I mean what is your favourite track on there because I, I can't really pick a favourite mine's still Blind Man definitely Blind Man it'd be too easy for me to say Blind Man but mm. it, it, I, yeah that tune's just got a life of its own man it's, definitely. it's still lingering everywhere I go it's all about Blind Man but actually the whole album what I like about the album is there's no out and out bangers on there it's just kind of it kind of paints its old picture its own picture as a, as a one complete piece yeah it does so to perfectly, pick yeah. you know and it, it, it's different tempos there's 120 there's 170 there's 140 mm-hmm. um, and actually a lot of the music that I didn't think was necessarily club music by, by touring recently and playing it all out you notice it's it going, it's going, but it's going down well exactly even the ones I didn't think were, were club tracks people are just they know the music and they're getting into it and it's it's really humbling and overwhelming that it's hard for me to pick one um, if I had to pick one Hide and Seek is a special one for me that is, that is special I remember when uh, you sent that and it, it definitely stands out to me like I say I find it hard it's, as well it's hard but, man yeah but there's yeah. no blatant tunes on there it's just kind of one big project and as you mentioned actually the uh, the album tour how's that going? yeah it's it's, it's swore there it's good it's, again, it's don't o- do a Hatcher. <laughs> don't do a Terry Hatcher. I was going to get that passionate about it. It's it's really good, man. I mean, like, I've done Lithuania last week, and this weekend just gone. I did uh, Berlin Cross Club. How Cross was that? Club, Amazing right. venue, yeah, right? You know, you know what that's like. Yeah, you yeah. turn up out there, there's all them mad lights and sculptures. It's, it's yes. like a Meca- like a giant Meccano set. Someone's just sat there and built, <laughs> it is, isn't it? And inside it's a yeah. club. 
and then and then Bratislava, which they don't really do dubstep. That they were just going off. So again, because people embraced the music, I didn't know what to expect. I haven't really been DJing for two years. Kind of just sat back and wrote the album. Yeah. But to finally get out there and see people getting into the music and singing some of the tracks back to me, like Nominee's Chant and amazing feeling. You know, it's just it's just really really good here. Yeah. No, that's that's great to hear. I mean, what what is actually next? What's the next place they could actually catch her live? <sighs> next this Friday, I'm in my hometown Bedford with um, nice all Bedford artists, Macabre Unit, my boys from Day Dot. Um, they're playing down there, and then I don't even I think Paris next week. The dates are up on the Facebook. Of course, I was um, going to say you know we'll plug that at the end of Facebook yeah. and your Twitter. Everyone can ca- catch your dates. And one one gig I do want to definitely mention is the the London launch. Of course, have to this is going to be special. So, if yeah. anyone. Uh, if anyone is out there listening, listen close now because date for the diary is the tenth of 10th October, October. Yep. and it's at Syria. Am yep. I pronouncing that correctly? So I don't even know Syria. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's in Kings Cross. It's in Kings Cross. The details will be on my Facebook, Twitter, and also nominees. Yeah. Um, brings me to my next question. Favorite producer at the moment? I'm actually really intrigued to to find out who, who you're feeling at the moment. Oh man, again, there's a lot. I think there's so much music at the moment. Where where I'm open to so many different BPMs I suppose tempos um, it's it's just crazy the, the, yeah. the, the, the amount of music I get sent it, it's overwhelming yeah. definitely again it'd be easy for me to, for me to say Amit but everything he makes is so easy to play he's, I mean they go in the club they just drop every track Fatty Batty at yeah. the moment I mean, it was it destroyed Outlook Festival yeah. every stage I played. It does, man. And the, the thing about Amit's tunes is they're so easy to play. They're just easy to play. Made they go very, down. very well. They're precise. They're yeah, heavy. They're so precise. Um, him and again, my boy Digital for for the jungly side of things. Mm-hmm. Original kind of done with that jungle sound. Um, so a bit biased to my mates, but to be honest, because I keep my head down and don't really chat to no one, no one sends me music. <laughs> so if you've got any music, send it to me, and I can kind of weigh it up from there. <laughs> Definitely, that's a good plug. I mean, you've been locked away in the studio, like you say, working hard on the album. Yeah, yeah. The, the product's there now. You're now touring it. Yeah. I mean. <sighs> It's now on to the next, the next thing, isn't it? You're going to do this tour yeah. and then back in the lab, I guess. Yeah, well, I'm still back in the lab because the manager's like, you need to send me one idea every week. You need to keep on top Good of it. Good manager. So, yeah, he's on me, man. He's on me. So big up Mark Civil, yeah? And big up Mark. That's <laughs> you, brother. And um, actually, I did want to talk about another side to you that people might not be aware of at all, and that's that you actually teach music Yeah. Tech. Yeah, I've been a lect- university, well, now university lecturer, but I've been a lecturer for coming on to four years now. And um, that's and that's what I was going to say. I mean, coming, people can have their own take on. I mean, all, all different producers have got their different ways of working. We all know that. Mm. But I mean, coming from you and the fact that you teach it, what would be your actual top tip for an up and coming producer? What would you say? <clears throat> There's a couple of little tips that kind of make one point. Um, Go for it. First one is make if if make a convincing drum and bass track because that's boot camp for me. Production boot camp. If you can make a convincing, banging drum and bass track, why DMB out of interest? Well, it's a faster tempo, and when you're dealing with mix downs, it's a, it's, a, it's a harder genre to mix. And if you can get a fat sounding drum and bass mix, because obviously you've got a faster tempo uh-huh. and you're trying to cram everything in a smaller space, so it teaches you. It really teaches you the craft of mixing, EQing. The proper use of compression mm-hmm. and limiting. Don't get me wrong; the other genres are not not easy to make. No, I hear what you're saying, but you're it, just saying it's 
it's that it's, it was doing that for so many years that taught me so much about production because it went in a lot deeper and that's um, your personal experience that's, as well that's my so personal that, experience that's your knowledge yeah, yeah. and that you know what you've how you've done it yeah and on the flip of that by making other genres I learned so much as well so the main point is don't be scared is, to switch up genres don't definitely. be scared to switch up genres don't don't be fixated on one genre don't just listen to the genre you're making and the favourite producers that you've got you need to listen to outside of that because chances are your favourite producers they've been listening to all kinds of music like soul, jazz, hip hop um, a big thing with the kids nowadays is they come in technically brilliant by watching YouTube videos and it, it's, it is phenomenal but what they lack is vibes we came in on vibes That's what chucking a say. load of samples together yeah. and making it work these kids are coming in technically brilliant, sometimes smashing me in a classroom with some of their synthesis skills and that. But what they lack is the vibes, the rawness. And that's something that you can't actually teach. You can't teach that. No, you, you definitely can't. That's, so do that's your research. That's something you're with yeah. and you or, develop, definitely. Or research, backtrack. You know, the likes of Tesla. He's mm -hmm. young, mm -hmm. but his brother used to kind of run around playing jungle tapes to him and stuff. And he backtracked, listened to a lot of that old stuff, whether it be garage, grime, the early dubstep and try and kind of bring some of that rawness and that edgy stuff to it because it's not all supposed to be precise and clean and pretty I know, you know exactly what you mean there needs I mean, to be a, uh, an element of rawness I, I can agree because coming from not so much a producer side but a DJ side the amount of stuff that I get sent that is so well made I mean too, sometimes too well made uh, that's arguable I, I, can, <laughs> I can hear what you're saying there but if just, it doesn't if it hasn't got the vibe I mean yeah, if it's got but, both great you're yeah, amazing yeah that's the thing <laughs> I get so much stuff that, that lacks the vibe and to, to actually tell that to try and explain that to someone yeah. is very difficult and I'm not very good with my words sometimes anyway and quite blunt but I can't do it but it, it's, it's hard you know technically they could be a G they could be really technically great but it just lacks that vibe it's just like mm. like you say it's got no soul yeah. You, you know what I mean? So listen to other music. Bring some of that okay, up. Okay, so top know. tips from the man himself. Listen to other music. Do not be frightened um, to experiment yeah. with genres. Yeah, and come with your own. That's how you come with a signature sound. Well, exactly. You know, just listen, throw loads of bits into the pot. All right, and finally, I mean, actually, I've already done that, really. All right, that was rubbish. Okay, I basically touched on that. They know where they can catch you next uh, in Bedford. So Yeah, Bedford Friday. London. Uh, England, should I say. England crew, Bedford. That's the place to be if you want to catch Nominee live. Uh, Nominee's going to step into the mix now with some of our exclusive new material and also the album stuff. Yup. Youngster on rinse. I think if we had a lot more leadership out in the hood, in the ghetto, for the kids, it'd be a lot easier to go into something positive than go into something negative. That you get 84,600 seconds a day. Imagine if you wake up every day with $84,600 in your bank account. And every day, at the end of the night, it's gone, whether you wasted it or not, and then the next day you get another $84,600. You would do everything in your power to spend it. Because you know the next day you're getting $84,600. You don't want to leave nothing there. You'd make the best of it, right? You get 84,600 seconds. Why waste time? It doesn't carry over to the next day. It doesn't earn interest. You know? Take every day and every moment and make something of it. Make something positive.
水を見つめているに違いない二人の友僕を渓流にいざなってきた中神とヤギのことを考えながら乾いた大きな石に腰を下ろした
You are listening to Nominee, live on Rinse. Exclusive guest mix, full of new material and album stuff. Gonna quickly run through these shout outs. Out to Jordan, XT in Tutin. Out to Timothy Gill in Buffalo, New York. Out to James Savory, Manchester. Cedrus, I hope I said that correct. Out to Cedrus in Santa Cruz, California. Low Inception, St. Louis. Fez in Lancaster. Joey Smith, Dublin. Zach Lincoln, Portland. Tsunami Base, West New York. That is a dangerous sound system. Out to the Tsunami Base, I've had the pleasure of uh, destroying places on that sound system. Out to you lot. Uh, out to Brad, Tom. <laughs> Smoking a packet, a pack of Lambert and Butler Smooth. Smoking's bad for your health. I suggest you quit. Out to Martin Lettler in Slovakia. Out to Rebecca in Peckham. Please keep the shouts coming in. It's very pleasant to know you're listening and where you're listening from. Out to the silent listeners. Rinse.
Yeah. <laughs>